with point 212 and we hold that the jama'ah and we hold that the united body upon the truth is what is true and correct and that separation is deviation and punishment and we hold that the united body upon the truth al-jama'ah is what is true and correct and that separation al-furqa is deviation and punishment then Shaykh al-Fawzan he said we the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah hold that al-ijtima' gathering and being united is true and al-furqa splitting or separation is punishment so the Ummah uniting upon the truth is Rahmah. The Ummah uniting together upon the truth is a mercy. And splitting and separation between it is punishment. This is from the very core of the Aqeedah. This is from the very core of the creed and the belief of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. So it is obligatory to gather and be united and to dispel, to push away separation, splitting or separation. He, the one free of all imperfections and the Most High, said, وَأَتَصِمُوا بِحَبْلِ اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا وَلَا تَفَرَّقُوا Surah Ali Imran, the third surah, Ayah 103, with the explanation, and cling all of you together to the rope of Allah, and do not split and separate. Shaykh Fawzan said, so the Hablullah, the rope of Allah, is the Qur'an and Islam. In the rope of Allah mentioned in the ayah, which we are commanded to cling together to, all together to cling to it, he said the rope of Allah, Hablullah, is the Qur'an and Islam. And just as a side point, then the explanation of this ayah, that the Hablullah is the Qur'an, this was the explanation given by the companion Ibn Mas'ud. It's authentic from Ibn Mas'ud, radiallahu anhu. He said, Hablullah, the rope of Allah means the Quran. Likewise, Qatad from the Tabi'een. And it occurs in a hadith from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Hadith of Zayd ibn Arqam radiallahu anhu. Who said, Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Inni tarikun fikum ma in tamassaktum bihi lan tadillu ba'di ahaduhuma a'zam a'zamu min al-akhir. كتاب الله حبل حبل ممدود من السماء إلى الأرض إلى آخر الحديث. The hadith of Zayd ibn Arqam 
radiallahu anhu who said Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said I am leaving amongst you that which if you adhere to it you will not go astray after me one of them is greater than the other kitabullah the book of Allah which is a rope stretched between the heavens and the earth. The hadith reported by Tirmidhi and declared Sahih, authentic by Shaykh al-Albani. And he mentioned the second in the people of his household to the end of the hadith. And as for the explanation of the ayah to mean Islam, that the rope of Allah means Islam, then this was mentioned by Tabari with his chain of narration from Ibn Zayd. As the saying of Ibn Zayd. So Shaykh Al-Fawzan, back to what Shaykh Al-Fawzan said in the explanation, he said, so the rope of Allah is the Qur'an and Islam. And obviously there being no contradiction between those two sayings. Those two sayings, there's no contradiction between them. They're both in harmony with each other. Then Shaykh Al-Fawzan said, after mentioning, so the rope of Allah is the Qur'an and Islam. And his saying, jami'an, all of you together. He said, meaning unite upon the Quran and the Sunnah. And his saying, Wala tafarraku, meaning and do not split and separate. Shaykh Fawzan said, means still explain the ayah. Shaykh Fawzan said, So when Allah commanded uniting al ijtima' he forbade al-furqa he forbade splitting he commanded ijtima uniting and he forbade al-furqa splitting and he informed that gathering and uniting is to be upon the rope of allah and that is the quran and it is not permissible to unite upon anything else from the madhabs and the partisan parties, the Ahzab, Hizbiyat, the partisan groups, the groups of Hizbiyah. It's not permissible to unite upon anything else from the madhahib, positions of the people, and the partisan groups. Since this brings about furqa, this brings about splitting and separation. I mean the claim, in other words, the claim of the people that we will unite upon this this saying, or this this particular little group, partisan group, and we'll be united upon that basis. That will only lead to furqa, separation and splitting. Then Sheikh Fawzan said, "Fal so gathering and being united, cannot come about except upon the book of Allah." Just as he, the one free of all imperfections, said, The same ayah. Surah Al-Imran, the third surah, ayah 103. With the explanation, And cling all of you together to the rope of Allah, and do not split and be divided. Shaykh Al-Fawzan said, So Allah, the one free of all imperfections, commanded Uniting. And he commanded dispelling 
splitting, pushing away, splitting with regard to opinions and with regard to the hearts. He commanded that we push away, we dispel, splitting. Splitting in opinions and splitting with the, uh, between the hearts. He said, so the Muslims, no matter how far apart they are, how, how far bodily they are apart from each other, and no matter how distant their, their areas are from each other, yet they are united upon the truth. They should be united upon the truth. And their hearts united. Their hearts are united. And they should have love for each other. And as for the people of falsehood, Ahlul Batil, then even if they are in a single place, one of them by the side of the other, then they are such that their bodies are united, but their hearts are separate. It's the difference between the people of the truth and the people of falsehood. The people of falsehood, even if they're together in one place, side by side, then their bodies are together, but their hearts are separate. Sheikh of Fawzan said, He, the one free of all imperfections, said, تَحْسَبُهُمْ جَمِيعًا وَقُلُوبُهُمْ شَتَّى The ayah from Surah Al-Hashr, the 59th Surah, Ayah 14. With the explanation, you consider them to be together, but their hearts are separate. Surah Al-Hashr, 59th Surah, Ayah 14. The reference wasn't, isn't given in the text here. He said, and he... The Most High said, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ تَفَرَّقُوا وَاخْتَلَفُوا مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَهُمُ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ Surah Ali Imran, the third surah, ayah 105, with the explanation, And do not be like those who split and differed after the clear signs had come to them. And for them, there will be a tremendous punishment. He said, and he the perfect said, وَلَا تَكُونُوا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ مِنَ الَّذِينَ فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيَعَةً كُلُّ حِزْبٍ بِمَا لَدَيْهِمْ فَرِحُونَ Surah Al-Rum, the 30th Surah, Ayahs 31 to 32. With the explanation, and do not be from the people of shirk, from those who split and separated their religion and became sects, each group being pleased only with that which it was upon. Then Sheikh Fawzan quotes the final ayah. He said, and he, the one free of all imperfections, said, an aqimu ad-dina wa la tatafarraqu Surah Ash-Shura, the 42nd Surah, Ayah 13. With the explanation that you establish the religion, mean that you are commanded, that you establish the religion, acting upon what Allah legislated for you, and that you do not split and separate within it.
So Shaykh Fawzan quoted all these ayahs with, with regard to the prohibition of splitting, splitting and forming sects. And then he said, So what is obligatory upon the Muslims is that they be a single nation, a single ummah, a single nation in its aqidah, its creed and belief, and in its worship, its ibadah, and in its jama'ah, in its being a united body, gathered, and in its obedience to the one in authority over it. So that it is a single hand, and a single body, and a single structure, just as the Prophet ﷺ likened it. And this is a mercy for the Muslims, so that their blood is spared, and their hearts are in harmony, and their society is safe and secure. So when this is attained, then provisions will be, will be abundant for them. And as for the case, if they fight and kill each other, and cut off from each other, and hate each other, then the enemies will overcome them, and they will shed each other's blood. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan makes an important point and says, and al-ikhtilaf, differing is of two categories, two types of differing. So differing, ikhtilaf, is of two categories. The first category is ikhtilaf, differing in aqidah, differing in creed and belief. And this is not permissible ever, because it necessarily results in fighting and enmity and hatred and splitting apart. So therefore it is obligatory that the Muslims are upon a single aqidah, a single creed and belief. And it is the creed and belief of La ilaha illallah, of none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. And to hold that as creed and belief in saying and action and belief. Then he makes a point and says, and aqidah, creed and belief, is tawqifiyah. Creed, matters of creed and belief, this is something restricted to text. Tawqifiyah. In other words, as we had before, something that can't be affirmed except with the text. Or within it, you don't deny something except with the text. You halt in accordance with the text. Okay, so he said, Al-Aqidah Tawqifiyah. Creed and belief is restricted, is a matter restricted to text. It is not an area open to ijtihad, to personal deduction. So since that is the case, then there is no scope in it for splitting. So aqidah, creed and belief is taken from the book and the sunnah. 
not from opinions and not from ijtihadat not from ara opinions and not from ijtihadat personal deductions <coughs> so separation with regard to aqidah leads to infighting and hatred and cutting off just as occurred with the Jahmiyyah and the Mu'tazila and the Ash'a'ira, the Ash'aris and the misguided sects about whom the Prophet ﷺ informed in his saying Sataftariku هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةِ عَلَى ثَلَاثٍ وَسَبْعِينَ فِرْقَةٍ كُلُّهَا فِي النَّارِ إِلَّا وَاحِدَةٍ that the Prophet ﷺ informed of them by his saying, This Ummah will split into 73 sects. All of them will be in the hellfire except for one. Qalu man ya Rasulullah. The people said, Which is it, O Messenger of Allah? Qal man kana ala mithli ma ana alayhi wa ashabi. He said, That which is upon the like of what I and my companions are upon. And as for this hadith, then it's reported in the books of the Sunan, and with this particular wording, it's reported by At-Tirmidhi, that the Prophet, with, this, with the saying of the Prophet وسلم, when he described this, the saved sect, he said, Man kana ala ma ana alayhi wa ashabi, that which is upon the like of what I and my companions are upon, this is reported by Tirmidhi and Al Hakim from a hadith of Abdullah ibn Amr radiallahu anhuma and declared Hassan good by Shaykh al Albani. And as for the wording that the Prophet mentioned, that it is the Jama'ah. And that's reported by Abu Dawud and Ibn Majah and the others as occurs in the footnote on the, that they've given here with that wording, Al-Jama'ah. As for this wording that Shaykh al-Fawzan quotes here, that which is upon the like of what I and my companions are upon, then that's reported by Tirmidhi and Al-Hakim, declared Hassan good by Shaykh al-Albani. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan said, Hafizullah, so nothing will unite the people except the like of what the Prophet ﷺ and his companions were upon. So he's made clear that the differing, which is not permissible ever, differing in aqidah, creed and belief. Then he mentions the second category of differing. He said, the second category is ikhtilaf, differing, fil ijtihad al fiqhi, differing in matters or differing in ijtihad in matters of fiqh, then this does not necessitate enmity. Differing in matters of fiqh, which are based upon ijtihad. So this does not necessitate enmity. Since its reason is examination of the evidences in accordance with the faculties of the people, in the different levels of understanding, of the people that will result in differing in this matter and the people vary in that regard they are not all upon one level 
so they vary in their strength of extraction and in their greater or lesser amounts of knowledge. In other words, this matter different, differing in, in, not in matters of aqidah but rather in matters of fiqh when it's based upon correct ijtihad or when it's based upon ijtihad, permissible ijtihad then that does not necessitate, as the Sheikh said, does not necessitate enmity. And it will vary in accordance with the varying level of the people, their varying strength, and their varying level in knowledge. So the Sheikh said, So this khilaf, this disagreement, this differing, as long as it is not accompanied by ta'assub lil-ra'i, as long as it is not accompanied by fanatically clinging to, an, uh, to a certain opinion, then it will not lead to enmity. I mean, differing in these matters, whether based upon ijtihad, matters of fiqh, based upon ijtihad, with this condition, as long as a person doesn't just fanatically cling to one opinion, have ta'asub to it, then, as long as that's not present, it will not lead to enmity, shouldn't lead to enmity. He said, and the Sahaba, the companions, disagreed in some matters of fiqh. They disagreed about matters of fiqh. And it did not bring about enmity between them. And they were still ikhwa. They were still brothers. And likewise the Salaf al-Salih, the pious predecessors, and the four Imams, they differed. But enmity did not come about between them. And they were still ikhwa, they were still brothers. And likewise their followers. But if someone has ta'asub, someone fanatically clings to an opinion, then this will necessitate enmity. So therefore it is obligatory upon the Muslim that he should take and accept those sayings which conform to the evidence from the book or the sunnah. And he gives the, the proof for that. He said, He, the one free of all imperfections, said, فَإِن تَنَازَعَتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّوهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Surah An-Nisa, the fourth surah, ayah 59, with the explanation, So if you disagree about anything, then refer it back to Allah and to the Messenger, if you truly believe in Allah and in the last day. He said, and he, the one free of all imperfections, said, وَمَخْتَلَفْتُمْ فِيهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ Surah Ashura, the 42nd Surah, Ayah 10, with the explanation. So, with the explanation, and whatever you disagree about, then its, its judgment is for Allah. Its ruling is to be referred back to Allah. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, so when there is disagreement, then referral is to be back to the book and the sunnah. And that which is shown to be more correct by evidence is what is to be taken. That's where Sheikh Al-Fawzan ends explanation of this point.